Hi, family. This is Egypt, your host of Way Beyond Me, the power pod designed to break every barrier to enrich, enlighten, empower, and evolve you into greatness. This is Egypt, and first I want to, those who are watching, I want to just show you my my greenery. I have a green thumb, as everyone says, because I have a lot of plants, and they're so beautiful. Those on the podcast, obviously you can't see them, but I have a lot of plants that I love taking care of, and they're pretty, and I just wanted to show them today. Anyway, I wanted to finish the story that I was talking about the other day. The woman with the issue of blood. I remember saying that I have two parts to the story. Actually, the story had another part to it. There, there is another story. They were happening simultaneously as the woman with the issue of blood, as she was seeking Jesus and trying to get a touch from him. Something else was going on too on the other side of town. So what I'll do, I'll read the scripture in contrast to the woman with the issue of blood, which is found in Mark chapter five. Sorry, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. Luke chapter eight, verse 40 through, well, I think 40 to 42. Okay, there it is. Uh, verse 40. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come unto his house, for he had only one daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. That means they pressed him. They, they pressed him and hawked him, and they were sweating him, as we would call it. Then I'm going back, and then I'm going to... Okay, so when that was happening, by the time he, he was going to Jarius's house, the people, were, the, the woman with the issue, they was, he was so crowded, people were crowding him, and that's when the woman of the issue of blood, she was crawling towards him, on her knees, because, you know, I, I explained what happened with her in her story. So all that was happening at the same time. But Jarius had said, well, come to my house. So on his way, this was happening with them hawking him and pressing him and the woman that issuing blood. And that's when that went down. So in the meanwhile, while that was happening, I'm going to read what happened with Jarius's daughter. Okay, I'm skipping to... 49, verse 49, and it says, While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying, Thy daughter is dead, trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. 
And when he came to the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter and James and John and the father and the mother of the bait of the maiden. When it says save, save me except. Like, I want everybody here, save John. And same thing as I want everybody here except John. So save me and accept in the, in the King James Version. Okay. And all wept and bewailed her, but he said, weep not. She is not dead, but sleepeth. That's what Jesus said to them. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. And he put them all out and took her by the hand and called, saying, maid, arise. And her spirit came again, and she arose straightway. And he commanded to give her meat, give her something to eat. Okay, now, all right, I am, I wanted to explain that story. That was happening. It's it's amazing because, well, first of all, I want to explain pressure. Have any of you ever been under pressure? Maybe pressure from the job, pressure from a career, pressure from your husband, from your wife, pressure when you're having a baby is pressure, pressure from uh, a performing, you know, you want to sh- or you, you want people to think you're great. There's a lot of pressure. A lot of times pressure comes from ourself, self-pressure. But I'm sure I, I explained pressure the other day as far as when you squeeze something that's under pressure, whatever's in it, whatever's in them come out. Of it. So pressure is like when you're just pressed. And that's what they were doing with Jesus. They pressed him. That's what they did with the woman with the issue of blood. She was in a crowd. It was pressing. Like if you're at a concert, at you at a park, and it's so crowded, that's a press. That's, that's like you're pressed. And you're like from all sides. It's coming from all sides. Now, whatever's in you going to come out because maybe that might be aggravating. Maybe you might cut somebody out. Maybe you might like, oh, okay, this is nice. This is cool. Um, so whatever's in you is going to come out, but I have a new revelation, a different revelation for the word pressure. I, when I said the other day, pressure is when you're being squeezed and you're being enclosed and, you know, you put under pressure, you change the original form when you press like a tube of toothpaste, when you change the original form of the tube of toothpaste or a tube of paint or anything, whatever's inside squeezes out and it changes the original look or um, characteristic of the item, okay? Now, this is another revelation I got of the word pressure. Split the word in half, press, and then the word sure. So when you're pressed for something that's really life-threatening, that's really serious, like these two ladies, you have got to be sure that's where the faith come in. The woman with the issue of blood, she had pressure. She was pressing towards Jesus because she was sure that if she touched the hem of his garment, she would be made whole. So pressure is when you're pressed, but when you got to be sure it's, everything's going to be all right. You can't lose ground. You can't lose faith. That faith is what makes you sure when you're under pressure. And so when, um, once, you know what? Oh my goodness. Anyway, I'm gonna keep going. My, my camera for my videotaping is acting real retarded. I don't know what it's doing. It's, I know y'all heard it beeping, but I'm gonna keep going. Cause this, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. So 
I'm trying to videotape this too, but if the video come out, oh, well, so sad. I'm going to keep going with the pod. Then anyway, um, so that revelation of the word pressure gives it another meaning too. If you're pressed, you got to be sure that all things is going to work together for your good. It's going to work out. Okay, now, 12. 12 is a year. 12, the number 12 is like a revolution of time, like a dozen, 12 disciples. Um, a, a 12 months is a year. It's a cycle of time. It's a revolution of time. It's, it's a number of, of like complete, like a, like a dozen, 12. And that's significant because the woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. And Jarius's daughter was only 12 years old when she was dying too. And it's, it's, it's just like, wow, both women, sorry, both females, because the little girl was not, was not a woman, both females were in a 12th year of distress. And while the stories overlay, or I, I can say they are parallel to each other. Both are very similar because each female faced death in the 12th year. Jarius' daughter was 12 in age and was dying a physical death. This would have ended Jarius' lineage because he had no sons, just this one dying daughter. So he really needed her to live to continue his bloodline. He he really did. And that's where the death the the... He, that's where he pressed Jesus. You know, he pressed him because he was sure. He said, come to my house and give her a touch. If you touch her, I know she's going to be all right. So he had pressure in two ways. He was pressed for him to come to the house, but he was sure that Jesus was going to heal her if he touched her. And then he was he had pressure from the crowd. I'm telling you, them, them bystanders, them bystanders will let you have it. They really will. Well, and then therefore, Jairus' daughter had a blood issue as well. The Bible didn't speak of a promise to Jairus and his wife or any other children. The woman with the issue of blood was dying spiritually as well as physically because, I mean, what, what she was going through, she had a broken spirit. And from all that she could, like I was saying yesterday, she probably was rejected, had family, health, finance. She definitely had financial issues, relationships abandonment, fear, loneliness. I mean, she was bleeding. She was going through a lot, emotional. And so I'm sure she was broken in her spirit, for real. And not to mention financially broke. And she was spending everything she had, doing everything she could to get healed, and nothing worked. So she was depleted. And she was spending all her living, but continually and steadily dying. That is so sad. She was an outcast, rejected by her family, her peers, society, church folk. And she was at, like I said the other day, she was at the risk of being stoned for being in public. She could, probably couldn't even be with her family because they probably talked about her like a dog with all her blood issues. And she was treated like she was a straight-up leper, like she didn't even count for anything. Now, in contrast, Jarius's daughter needed her blood to continue to flow in order to live. However, the woman with the issue of blood needed her blood to stop flowing in order for her to live. You see the contrast? The little girl needed her blood to continue to continue the bloodline, and the woman with the issue of blood needed her blood flow to stop. 
so she can live. They both needed the opposite. They both needed what each other had so that they can live. That's like, wow, the lady with the issue of blood, she needed her blood to stop flowing, and the little girl needed her blood to keep flowing. Wow. Um, so both females needed a touch from Jesus. Both females were surrounded by the press of people, you know, burdened with the pressure to be healed. And to get healed, Jarius, you know, Jarius had to be sure. He had faith. So he was sure. And the, the woman with the issue of blood, she definitely was sure about Jesus. They both were sure about Jesus. They both felt if I could just get to him, then it's going to all be all right. And they were absolutely right. They were absolutely right. Cause if you can just get to Jesus and let him solve your problem, just give everything to him, then everything's going to be all right. And they was under the pressure of the threat of death. That's like real scary. Both females were given an opportunity to live just by having Jesus come to them. So the 12 year old girl needed faith. And faith was also needed for the woman with, to be healed. So that's why he told Peter, John, and James to come in with him, come in, house, come in the house with him because they represented faith. They knew what Jesus can do. So they represented faith. And so the mother and Jarius was there also, and they represented love. So the little girl needed faith and love to make her whole. Excuse me. Okay. The crowd didn't believe. The crowd had doubt and unbelief. So that's why they were not allowed in there. And Jesus was like, get out, you know, because y'all don't even believe me. So why should I let y'all be bystanders and spectators when y'all don't even believe that I can heal her? And that's people today. They they, they don't believe until you, like if you got something going on and you're telling them you want to do something in your life and th this is going to happen and that's going to happen. You have faith in yourself and you believe with all your heart. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Some people secretly hope you fail. So sometimes it's, it's even better not to even tell people stuff because when you try to share things with people and you want them to co-sign with you and have faith with you um, because one can chase 1,000 and two can chase 10,000, you got to be careful who you tell what to because some people don't have faith and they'll try to stampede or sabotage your dreams or your vision. So you have to be careful. Anyway. The woman with the issue of blood already had enough faith to, to, to press towards the mark, to press towards Jesus. So she had some kind of faith because she was all at her wit's end. So, but the since the little girl was laying there already dying, it was up to Jarius to have the faith. That's why he went seeking Jesus. They both went seeking Jesus for, um, for healing. And, and so she was pressed they pressed towards him, both of them pressed towards him at the same exact time their situations were simultaneously happening at the same time. Now, the woman with the issue of blood, the crowd she was in didn't even believe her because when they didn't believe her either. So both crowds that they were in, both of the pressed, the pressure of the crowd, they didn't believe either because when Jesus asked the crowd, who touched me? They was like, Everybody out here standing and you asking us who touched you. I mean, anybody could have touched you. But see, Jesus didn't mean that. He didn't mean who physically touched me. He meant who touched me. Like when somebody touched you, when they do something, or when they're sincere to you, and when you feel that thing, you, you feel somebody sincere and honest, 
and you have compassion and it touches you. It touches your heart. It's not a physical touch. So they was disattached. They were, they were, if that's even a word, they were detached. They, they was just like looking at everything at face value. They was like, all these people out here and you asking us who touched you. We don't know. But Jesus knew. He knew somebody touched him because he, he felt them. He, he felt not them. He felt her. He felt her, her pressure. He felt that she was pressing towards him and she was sure. So he felt the pressure of her being healed. That is so amazing to me. And so, but the crowd, they was just like clueless. So anyway, now with Jarius, Jarius, he pressed towards Jesus too to, for Jesus to come and heal his daughter. So the crowd around Jarius, and they didn't believe either. They, they, you see when Jesus said she's just sleeping, they laughed at him. They la- they said, the Bible said they laughed him to scorn. So they just mocked him and laughed him like, yeah, right. See, they, they had doubt and unbelief as well. That's why it, it wasn't a physical touch. So they couldn't even be around. They was like, get away, just just go on because y'all don't even believe. So, and this was amazing to me because on the one hand, Jesus touched one female and she lived. That was the, the little girl. She touched her and she lived. And on the other hand, in contrast, a female touched Jesus and she lived. So in one way, Jesus had to touch a female And on the other hand, a female had to touch him. Either way, they both touched him. They both touched his heart. He had compassion on both of them. He told them both to rise. He said, the ladies, the little girl is just sleeping. Just rise and get up. And the woman with the issue of blood, she was down too. And he told her to get up too. So he got them both up. He healed them both. And I just think that story, um, in contrast to each other that was happening at the same time, I think that is just such an awesome miracle because all we have to do is just believe, have faith and the kind of pressure you want to be under. So the next, you know, think about it. Think about the word pressure. Next time you feel you're under pressure, you're just being pressed, but you got to be sure. That's all that is. So don't look at it in in a negative. Just look at it and know that when I get through this, everything's going to be all right, you know. But when you look at it and you, you look at it in a negative, like somebody's pressuring you, they're not pressuring you. You're being pressed to see what's in you. You're being tested to see what is in you. Well, are you going to cut somebody out or are you going to just understand the situation and just do what you can do in your own time, in your own speed, in your own way, without letting somebody sweat you and hawk you, you know? So when you're under pressure, the next time you feel there's some pressure, just remember, you're only being pressed to see what's inside of you, but you have to be sure that everything is going to be all right. And that's a new meaning for me. That's a new revelation of the word pressure. I, I thought that was amazing because I'm going to look into it myself when I feel pressured next time. I'm going to take a few seconds and be like, uh-uh. I'm just being pressed, but I am sure it's going to all work out. Well, anyway, that's all I have. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And I know I'm just straight up freestyling. I mean, my camera, my other camera was beeping. I'm not even sure if it even took the video of my pretty little plants. But, oh, well, if it didn't, it just didn't. If it didn't, those who, um, well, if it didn't take the video, the people who 
I put it on YouTube, can't see it anyway. But anyway, it'll get out there. Whoever this story needs to hear, whoever needs to hear the story will hear it. So don't necessarily have to see. You can just hear it. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to share it, you can share it. If you want to subscribe to the little conversations that I have on the podcast, every time I do one, then you'll get notified and that'll make it a little easier. Or you can just download on when you go to the Spotify or whatever it takes you to, you can just download it. So you'll get a notification because I'm, I'm pumping them out because God is just doing some new things and I'm sharing and I'm, I'm loving. I go back and listen to my own stories and I really like them. I get more out of them when I go back, but I love teaching. And I love explaining. And if anybody, if I, if I give you any wrong scripture or if you, if you have anything that you want to question or even challenge me with, I am all open because we can learn together. Cause I am not all, I'm not right all the time. I could be wrong in something. So please forgive me if you find something dip, different in the scriptures or God may have given you a different revelation, but I'm getting all this from scripture. I'm not making up any of this because, mm-mm. I won't, and I just want to share what God reveals to me as I reveal it to you. So anyway, uh, without further ado, y'all have a blessed night. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting me, for tuning in. And y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful night. Be blessed. Take care. you so much for listening. Thank you. Now, if you found value in this content, please download, share, and bless someone else. And as always, it is my pleasure. I am so excited to share the next conversation with you. I value your time and I will not waste it. And I look forward to meeting you here next time on Way Beyond Me for life-changing information and inspiration.